everyone, and welcome back to the Rodeo Kids Podcast. I am your host, Camry Rorda, and we hope that your 2024 is off to a fantastic start. Here in Iowa, it has been crazy from warm temperatures at the first of the year to blizzards and negative degrees and wind and 18 inches of snow and all of the things. It has definitely been one of those fun seasons where you remember um, to appreciate the warmer weather. <laughs> you can put it that way. We also really appreciate large equipment, snow blowers, skid loaders, anything with a bucket that's automated that helps prevent us from having to just scoop the snow with a shovel. Not that a little physical labor hurt anybody, but um, we are ready to have a little bit warmer weather, at least as we continue through our winter here in the Midwest. We hope wherever you are, that you are staying warm and dry, and uh, but still getting the moisture you need for agriculture to continue, you know, because it's it's all important. So anyway, um, yeah, we hope that you guys are off to a great start. We hope that your new year is definitely um, prosperous. You know, we want to see everybody be successful, and um, I encourage you to head on over to Rodeo Kids on the Facebook and Instagram page. We have some really cool new stuff posted uh, just to help you get started off on the right foot in 2024 with your family, with your goals, with your priorities, and making sure that we're doing things to serve the Lord, to um, enhance our lives and the lives of others as well, and not just for worldly prizes, because we all know what can happen when we get too focused on the worldly prizes and forget to be kind, loving, generous, and focused on things above. So head on over, check that out, start your 2024 off in on the right foot, and uh, for you kids out there, it's such an important lesson to learn. When we learn how to put the Lord first, that's when we start to see our true success. And if we are meant to be successful, guys, he will make it happen. There is, well, we could be lazy, but aside from that, as long as we're putting in the work and we're letting him lead our path, he will make things happen that you just can't even imagine. And that's where we are at today. You know, if you've been following our journey, you know, 2023 was awesome and crazy and exciting. And our ambassador team uh, they were on fire throughout the year, and we we learned a lot, we grew a lot, and we have a lot more exciting things coming. We'll have all that information for the 2024 Rodeo Kids Ambassador Team released on February February 1st. Uh, so that's coming up here in a couple weeks. So we're excited about this year's Rodeo Kids Ambassador Team, and we are in love with the quote. We are really in love with the quote. I am really in love with a quote that I heard towards the end of last year that has really stuck with me. And I'm not sure if this is going to be my quote for life or just my quote for this season, but I think it's just so important to remember that those at the bottom compete and those at the top collaborate. So this year is a year of collaboration for Rodeo Kids, which is why I would like to introduce our guest, Heidi Foy from Bullfrog Creatives. Uh, she has an awesome platform for recruiting and supporting youth and families as they go on their recruitment journey for college rodeo and finding out what's at the next level for them and picking the right school and all of that. And so since she is super enthusiastic about it and that is her passion at this point in life, she's created an awesome platform that we are adopting at Rodeo Kids to help you guys connect with coaches and, and find those opportunities that are waiting for you so you can stay in the industry and get the best education possible because the first part of college rodeo is college and college is the educational part. Um, and then rodeo is the second part of that. So uh, getting recruited, finding the right school for you, the ones with the right amenities. She shares today all that she has to offer on her platform and we are super excited to welcome her to the Rodeo Kids team. Like I said, we've got more people coming in this year, and it's just, we are certain it's going to be a year of collaboration and growth and opportunities for you guys. The last thing that I want to remind you is for people like myself, like Heidi, um, like the others that we're working with right now with information to come soon, we aren't doing this for ourselves. We are doing this to provide opportunities for you in an industry that we love. God is behind uh, these missions. He has put it in our heart to keep this industry rolling and make sure that these kids have the knowledge, the support, um, and the access to information that they need to reach their highest levels. Because 
we're kind of biased, but we believe that this industry is one of the best that there is out there. And we are still holding on to some of the truest values. And we want to make sure that this stays alive for generations to come. So that's what we're here for. And we just hope that as you uh, explore and continue on your rodeo journey, that you take advantage of it, but also that you give back by sharing and telling people about it. That's the simplest way to do it. And the best part is it doesn't cost you a thing, but a little bit of time, um, you know, less than 30 seconds for a click and share. So please keep on uh, doing that for us and we will keep on providing what we can for you to help you and your family get up and down the rodeo road while chasing those gold buckle dreams. So let's get started with Heidi Foy and her information about the new Rodeo Kids recruiting platform. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast, where we empower youth to be their best selves through the values and traditions of the rodeo and Western lifestyle. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on this Rodeo Kids podcast. Um, Heidi Foy is here with Bullfrog Creative, and she is uh, an amazing individual doing some awesome things for the college rodeo recruiting and recruitment area, which we all know could use a little help because in our industry, it's pretty limited on advice and um, knowledge and expertise on how do you get recruited in college rodeo and what do you look for and what do these programs even have? Like, it's just kind of an unknown world and kids and parents and families are kind of left to their own devices to to navigate it. And so um, Rodeo Kids is super excited to be partnering with Heidi and her program and uh, her platform to make it easier for you guys. Um, we're all about collaboration here and Rodeo Kids has had our own platform for a while, but we don't have a lot of focus on it. So um, we're excited to partner with Heidi so she can take over that department for us and offer, just offer more, more, better, more in-depth, um, more one-on-one, -on -one, all of the good things. So um, Heidi, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you tell us uh, who you are, what your story is, a little bit about your background, and then we'll go from there. That's perfect. Um, I do want to say thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super lucky to, um, I have been following Rodeo Kids for years, ever since I started Bullfrog Creative's platform. So um, I'm I'm almost like fangirled out to be able to see like the face <laughs> behind all the things. Awesome. Yeah. And, and um, so my background is really, um, I high school rodeoed, I junior rodeoed and high school rodeoed and college rodeoed as well. I've been involved with the college national finals um, ever since I moved to Casper. I'm from Casper. Um, my parents served on the committee. My grandparents served on the committee um, early on in the kind of history of its time here. And so I've just been involved at that level for so long. And I'll tell you, I didn't really, I didn't really question my recruitment process ever. Like it just, it, when I went to college, I knew somebody that went to this college and they talked to their coach about me and he reached out and that's where I went. Like everything kind of worked out the way I feel like it was supposed to. And I never questioned anything until I started having these uh, conversations with coaches much later. Um, you know, in 2020 is really when the platform, uh, 2019 is when Bullfrog Creatives was launched with like this idea that I wanted to do PR and marketing. And, you know, my passion was always rodeo, but I didn't know where it was going to take me. And I think 2020 really made that a succinct passion for me. And that when I found out that like when everybody kind of heard the news that everything was getting shut down and I had some coaches that I was already following and already was friends with on social media. And I know they were concerned about how are we going to get the word and the news about our programs out there if there's no rodeos. And so I kind of was like this conduit for these coaches to get their information out. And that's really where Bullfrog Creatives kind of found its home and its place in the market was that we, I was able to talk to these coaches on a, on a personal level, like they weren't nervous because it was just me. I mean, I'd worked with them for 10, 15 years before that. And so I was able to ask questions and kind of get information out. I was getting coaches on Zoom 
that still had flip phones, mm -hmm. but I could figure out how to navigate through Zoom and get on and share information about their programs. And it really, in that moment, changed how I looked at my recruiting process. Like, I didn't even know this college was out here. I didn't know these programs were here. Only then, when I started having these conversations, was I like, I... I wouldn't change anything, but I would have had some more conversations. I would have talked to more coaches. I yeah. just didn't know, you know, I, my parents didn't go to college. They didn't college rodeo. And so it was just kind of, and my brother, I'll add, my brother was recruited the same way. They had, he had some friends that went to this school and they liked it. And so off he went. So I did the same thing. Cause that's what we knew. And I think the more conversations I had with coaches, and the more they appreciated being able to get their information out, then I started turning around and having conversations uh, kind of on accident. Like I had parents reaching out to me. I have a son who's a saddle bronc rider and he kind of wants to stay in this area. Oh, great. Okay, well, let me get some information. I'll send an email out to coaches. And then I started to realize that there was, I could provide a solution for these families, for these parents, but also for students that didn't really know how to navigate it either yeah so kind of I say this it kind of started on accident but mm -hmm. you know that happy accidents are you know yeah that's God kind of giving well, us well and so often it's you know when you're presented with a problem you know when you see that there's a problem or there's an issue or there's a space that isn't fulfilled and you're the one who gets that vision to see like, Oh, well, I can be the one to fulfill this or, or God gives you that vision. Then it's like, Oh, okay. I guess, I guess we'll take a step in this direction and see what happens. And, um, that's kind of how my recruiting was as well. Like I think back and and I think it's different too, you know, and when I was going to college and when you were going to college, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have all the social media and the TikTok where you're seeing, all these other schools, you know, you're not, you're not seeing you. There's so many things that you don't even know about. And so you research school based on school, not on the rodeo program necessarily, but you find what schools have rodeo programs. And then at least for me, and then I found the programs that I was interested in because I didn't have all of this other media or background information from social media and technology that said, Oh, there's a rodeo program here. Look at all these kids who go to this school. Um, and I think that probably plays a big, big part in the recruiting process changing, you know, because I I don't know anybody who helped with recruitment before. Like you knew that you were supposed to, you compared it to other sports. You created a little CD or a DVD and you made multiple copies of it and you sent it out to the programs that kind of aligned with your academics first, because that's where the information was. Most websites had one page that said a little bit about the rodeo coach and the program and the rest was up to you to figure out. And now there's just so much more available. Well, and I think too, like you mentioned with no social media at that time, it was completely different. And I will say too, that the, the world of college rodeo has changed so much since then that college rodeo programs are bringing so much more value to the institution as a whole now that they are getting a little bit more recognition. And, you know, college rodeo programs across the country are bringing more students, they're bringing more value, they're bringing more um, of a spotlight to the schools, that the schools are more prepared to highlight those programs than they have, like say when you and I were going to school. So I think that it's easier to find that information, not only because of social media, but also on those college pages, because I think the, the college rodeo programs have done a really good job of showing those institutions how much value they can bring to the school as a whole. Yeah. Can you explain some of the value that they do bring to the school? Because I a hundred percent agree. Like I've been a rodeo coach, um, college rodeoed. And so I, I know the kind of the ins and outs and the behind the scenes stuff on how important it is to make sure that you're bringing value, not only as a team, but then I'd kind of like to roll into a little bit about as kids consider picking a school, how important their role is in making sure that, you know, they're bringing value to the team as well. Well, I think that at a national level, and especially here in the last probably year or two, probably two to three years, whenever the kind of entertainment industry started putting a, high, a highlight on the Western world, there's so mm -hmm. much more of a 
kind of a spotlight on the Western world as a whole, that all of the publicity that the Cowboy Channel has been able to bring to rodeo, you know, it kind of, it trickles down. It trickles down into the collegiate level, into the junior rodeo, into the high school level. And so all of that kind of publicity brings value to any college. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you, Yellowstone. Yes. Yellowstone with Cowboy Channel. Yeah, but it's good. It's good and bad because those colleges, but on top of that, the publicity and the television, you know, now the CNFR is televised. It, it They've had a contract with ESPN for years, so it's always been televised, but there's just more year round rodeo that we get to watch. Mm-hmm. It's more, it, it allows that spotlight to also shine on that ESPN broadcast of the CNFR. Yeah. So that's the type of positive publicity that these colleges are finding value in. And on top of that, I think a lot of colleges and institutions, they're seeing numbers increase as far as kids that want to come to college to rodeo. And so Mm -hmm. if you can show that it's directly impacting, I mean, like it or not, let's be frank, it's directly impacting that bottom line. Yeah. Then I think those schools are going to be more apt to provide support where maybe they were a little hesitant before. Right. Well, I think that that's super important. And I feel like in our industry, we try to sugarcoat that it's a business too often. Like, yes, we want the family environment. Yes, it is a rodeo family. Yes, you learn all of the ins and outs. But when it comes to the production, when it comes to the programs, it is a business. And when we value it as a business and when we value ourselves as when you're on a team, you know, a rodeo team or you're a rodeo coach, you are part of the business. I think it creates finer boundaries and a deeper understanding of, okay, this is my role while I'm here. This is what they need from me. This is why I'm here. Um, I think that kind of stuff, you know, I just, I see what what my experience has been. And and as I learn how few people in our industry know about the production side and, and about the business side of college rodeo and rodeos in general, that's where we get this big divide. Um, between contestants and programs and rodeos. And so um, could you shed a little bit of light on how it is a business in college rodeo? I can probably a little bit. I mean, I was on the production team for the CNFR for, oh, eight years. And I mm-hmm. managed, there was the openings production. And I will be super honest. I did not have a clue what I was doing when I started. I mean, I, I obviously had been to the CNFR as a contestant and as a, um, a spectator, but I, and I'd seen the openings and I'd watched the spotlights and all the things and the beautiful, you know, almost miniature play acting that kind of happened in those openings at the CNFR. Anyway, you know, we get away from that in other rodeos, but I I loved it. I liked the the connection to the community, to our local community, but also to kind of the rodeo industry as a whole. And that first night that I did the openings, Sunday night or Sunday matinee, I suppose, um, I didn't, I really didn't have a clue. I got up there and we're doing our rehearsal and, you know, at that, at Boyd was the uh, announcer at the time. And so he's kind of walking me through and he's like, yeah, you got to do this and you got to do this. Well, what's going on in the arena when I'm saying this and like just things that you don't think about and it has to be a good show. And at that time we weren't really now they have conversations about what's the TV scene when the audience is seeing this. So it's mm-hmm. even more. Um, and he goes, Oh yeah. Like you have to call the spotlights too. And I'm like, what, what does that even mean? What do you mean? Call the spotlights. Oh yeah. Here's your headset. You got to count them down three, two, one, like all these things. And so outside of, I had worked cattle, I had worked the shoots. I'd moved the calves up. Like I had worked physically worked the rodeo before but that production side was a whole new ball game and and I totally went off topic there but that's kind of my background on the production side yeah so I think the business side of it that I feel like as contestants we're lucky to not have to think about this at this level but I also feel like it's so important for student athletes to understand like what mm-hmm. really goes into it you know um at the collegiate level at the national level, there's so many sponsors that really make it happen. 
but also making sure that those local sponsors are being recognized at the national level and that those national sponsors are being recognized at the regional level. You know, mm -hmm. that's the business side of it. It's all great to enter the rodeo and pay your dues and go make it back to the short go. But none of that even happens without those national sponsors and local sponsors. And, yeah. and that's even kind of a 5,000 foot view, because once you take one more step down, then you have your local rodeo coaches that have to put the rodeos on. They have to find those local sponsors. They have to find the stock. They have to find the, like, there's just, there's kind of different tiers of what the business looks like. And, and I would add that even now there's a business for students and rodeo has always been a business, but there's been very few cowboys and cowgirls that have operated it as a business. Right. And it's more, I would say it's more standard now to operate it as a business than not. But it mm -hmm. took it took us a little while. It took a little while for those cowboys and cowgirls to get in that mindset. So, you know, if student athletes are making that transition from high school to college, you know, some of them have some high school kids are already going to pro rodeos. So maybe that isn't as important of a you know, a, a tool to have in your, in your lunchbox, like you already know what you're doing in that regard. But if you're making that jump from high school to college and you haven't had to really operate it as a business, or maybe your parents have kind of managed the entering and the, you know, fee entry fee payment, then you're in for a treat. Like you, there's a learning curve there when you make that transition from high school to college. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that's where it, you know, in the recruiting side of things and and with the technology and with the opportunity and as rodeo has more money involved and, you know, college rodeo is advancing as well. And, you know, the doors that being a collegiate rodeo athlete can open for you if you seize the opportunity are insane. And I think, you know, for the parents and the kids that listen to this um, and, and, you know, join your platform and stuff, starting to think of college rodeo, not just as you know, the next step after high school, but thinking of it as, okay, like this is the next step before I get to choose what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Like, so how can I kind of look at this as a business opportunity and start implementing, like, clearly it's still a learning uh, educational place that you go. That's why we have college in the middle of, you know, adulthood and high school so that you can test the waters and still be in a somewhat safe zone, you know, um, and your parents are generally still there to kind of support you and guide you through it in one way or the other, um, whether it's just financially or with a hub <laughs> from yeah. time to time. Um, but I think, you know, as, as these kids think about it, and as, like I said, they, they learn about your program and stuff. And as they're talking about recruitment, taking the opportunity to think of this is like, okay, when I'm building my resume for rodeo coaches, I'm building my resume to work at this school, like not actually work at it, but what am I going to offer um, this rodeo team? What am I going to, who am I going to be? And that goes back to it being like a business because everybody has to play their part for these teams to continue to move forward and to continue to provide these opportunities. And so knowing what you are going to bring to the table, not just what the table is going to bring to you, um, I think is really important as kids step into this next role and the financial side and everything. Well, and I think you make a really good point. Like you just said, thinking about not only what the college can bring to you, but what you can bring to the table. I think that's grossly overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, um, we get as student athletes, and especially if you're comparing it to any other sport, we get in this zone where, you know, if you have competed well in high school and you have performed and you've made it to the high school finals and you've gotten all these things, and even if you haven't, like you get to this mindset where these coaches are going to call me, I'm going to get recruited. And I'm, I wasn't um, like I, I would say for me personally, I broke out in college and I did, mm -hmm. I did okay as a senior, but I really broke out in college. And so I wasn't getting a lot of calls, but I did well in college. Then I started getting some calls, but I think if you take that mentality and you're just waiting for them to come and get you, you are missing so many opportunities. Mm -hmm. And this is where it feels weird. I. This is where it feels weird because I feel that way 
coming on and talking about a program that I've developed, don't feel weird about telling other people your good things. Like don't yeah. feel weird about sharing your wins with other people because more likely, more often than not, those people will want to celebrate your wins with you just as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you get in this mindset, that mindset that you mentioned and the mindset, like these coaches are going to come and get me and I'm going to have so many choices, you are going to miss some opportunities. And yeah. so there's that saying, like the squeaky, <laughs> squeaky wheel gets the grease. Um, be the squeaky wheel, reach out to these college coaches, reach out. Like there's, there's a time and a place to reach out. Like, let's, let's talk about that. There's a, there's a how to reach out that's appropriate in a professional mm-hmm. manner. We're going to talk about that, you know, but you need to be making that reach out and don't, don't sit back and wait for them because they already have people in their ear telling them about all these other kids. And if you don't happen to be those kids that they're talking about, you're going to miss, you're going to miss that opportunity. Yeah. That, and you know, the difference between, you know, if you're going to, especially like a bigger school, but they have basketball coaches and football coaches and all they do is recruit like that is their job in a rodeo program. Generally you have one head coach and you're lucky to have an assistant coach. And if you're at a really big school, you might have two, but that's pretty much unheard of. And so thinking that just because you were a world champion in one of the five associations that crowns world champions in our industry for youth, um, that all these people are going to know about you. Well, you got to remember that you are also, when you're comparing rodeo to other sports, when you've got a basketball coach, that's all they focus on is basketball. One of it, that's it. in each position within that, but That's all that they focus on. When you're talking rodeo, you're talking, they have to focus on team roping, a header and a healer, a goat tire, a barrel racer. Oh, not a pull bender because we don't have that in college rodeo, but we've got calf roping and breakaway and bull riding and saddle bronc riding and bareback riding. So you're looking at eight to nine different events, technically nine different sports, eight different sports under one big umbrella. And you're expecting that coach to remember you and just you. On top of that, on top of that, coaches really take into, they have to take into consideration the team that they've already created mm-hmm. and how that individual is going to fit in that team. And yeah. I think that coaches are looking at that more now. Like coaches want to know, it's one thing to know that you can compete in the arena, but they want to know who you are outside of the arena mm-hmm. just as much. If you are coachable. The, yep. What yep. are you going mean, to bring to the table? Yeah, that's where building that relationship in this two-way form of communication is going to be crucial because, and I will tell you, I'm going to spill the beans on something that we'll talk about in the platform. Like, they are looking at your social media. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you need to, we have seen it nationally across the board, across all sports. Like, people are losing scholarships because of something they said losing huge contracts at a professional level because of something they said or something they posted when they were 14, 15, and 16 years old. Like Mm -hmm. we need to be having these conversations now. We've not, we've not publicly heard of anything happening like that in the rodeo industry, in the rodeo world, but listen, you know that it does. Well, yeah, people get sponsorships dropped and there's, yes. there's stuff that dang sure goes on behind the scenes that we may not realize. But I know as a rodeo coach, when that's what we did, we went through and we got, you know, the surrounding states, we got their standings at the end of the year. And we went through and we looked those kids up on Facebook and we looked them up on Instagram. And that's where we started. We started with the list from your high school rodeo association. And then we went to social media to try to find you. And that's now, how if we found anybody you. else just got real nervous hearing that. Y'all probably want to check out your social media <laughs> and clean that up. Like clean that up for sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that maybe, gosh, as a freshman or a sophomore, maybe you're not thinking about that yet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked to our kids about that. We've got a senior graduating and she's going to be moving on to college next year. And we talked to her about it a while ago. Like what's, what's going on on your social? Yeah. Like what are they going to see when they look you up? And yeah. she's pretty low key on social media, so we didn't have to worry about it, but not everybody is. 
Right. And then taking this, you know, to the next step, you know, and, and we'll go back to what your platform has to offer. But as you are preparing for college radio and you're wanting people to recruit you and you're wanting to to be seen and have that good image. This is like I have so many people who ask me about sponsorships. They want to be sponsored. They want to be sponsored. They want to be sponsored, you know, and I don't necessarily care. Like I need you to be talented in the arena. I need a spotlight to be on you. Yes. More importantly, what I need is for you to put the spotlight back on me when you're asked questions. I need when you're out there in the open and when you're out there representing my brand, if I'm going to sponsor you, just like if if a college rodeo team, if they're going to give you a scholarship, how are you going to represent that team? How are you going to bring other people to that team? How are you going to make sure that you've got a clean name so those sponsors continue to come and you're not just a bunch of hooligans raising you know, raising cane. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's a, but it's just, it's a great way to think about like, this is a, if, if you're wanting to pursue rodeo beyond college, it's not just once you get recruited into college, then you use these same platforms and these same steps to get recruited as an endorsee um, for sponsorships. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity for, college rodeo athletes, student athletes, I mean, even high school and inter, like high school and junior high athletes even to create those partnerships with sponsors right now because of social media. It's not just the, I mean, how long, what I would say in the last oh, 10 years, we've seen where just the guy next door has this endorsement and the sponsorship. I mean, I think some of the bigger PRCA Cowboys always had those endorsements once they qualified for the NFR, but now we're starting to see it spread down. And the reason that it's so easy is because social media has given everyone a platform, right? You know, everybody has their platform and good or bad, everybody has a voice and, but being able to capitalize on that and how you do that. Also something that we'll talk about in the platform is crucial. And there are so many opportunities, even if you don't win at the collegiate level, as a, you know, as a world champion, there are still opportunities because like you said, sometimes it's not necessarily about how you compete in the arena, but who you are outside of the arena. That's more what yeah. those sponsors and those partners are looking for. And yeah. does your authentic life align with my mission and my values? And if it does, I want you representing my brand. Right. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Um, we talk about this with our kids for crying out loud. Like these are our family values and this doesn't fit. So let's talk about, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what kind of person you want to be and how it fits with our family values. I mean, that's a very basic level for, cause I have super young kiddos, but it's no right. different. That's how you build those partnerships. And I would say, I am thankful. <clears throat> I'm thankful for 2020 and for that shutdown, because what it did do was it, created this normalcy of authentic like authentic people on social media for so long we only got the best and we only got the wins and we only got all this good stuff which then sucks people into this uh comparison like mm -hmm. funnel like it just bleh, takes you right yeah. down into negative mindset and all this stuff and i think that allow what 2020 allowed people to do and gave permission to people to do was to do stuff like what you're doing and stuff like what I started. Like, it's okay if you don't have 100% perfect produced video or perfectly produced yeah. content. And like, it's okay. And it's almost, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's almost more normal now to see that imperfectly produced content. And that's what people want to see. And I think mm -hmm. that itself opened the door up for college rodeo athletes, for student athletes, for all rodeo athletes truly to create their own content, be who they are, be who they authentically are, not who they think somebody wants them to be and yeah. still be able to make those partnerships work. Right. Well, and kind of like, you know, I want to go back to some of the things you said, you know, about your family and then about how, um, rodeo coaches are looking for, how are you going to fit into their team? And I think that goes to where sometimes it can be easy when we're talking about the comparison and everything, when we throw that all together, 
it can be really easy for kids who maybe haven't peaked yet or who got a late start in rodeo, but they still want a college rodeo and they're driven and they're passionate and they're hardworking. And maybe they don't have the best horsepower in the world, but they have the best work ethic in the world. And all they need, maybe their parents never rodeoed a day in their life. And maybe they live out in the boonies and they don't have anybody to go help them, to, to coach them or to go to clinics or anything like that. Maybe they don't have that support in high school, but that does not mean that you're not part of the family. That does not mean that you don't have an important role that you can play in that, in that rodeo team and still be just as valuable as the person who won all this stuff. Um, because you can go in there and you can be coachable and you can be a team player and you can be a cheerleader and you can be the person who's soaking it all up. And you can be the person that Maybe somebody offers you a horse because you're there cleaning stalls and you're there opening the chutes and you're there, you know, and and you're going to advance. You might even surpass the person um, that does it. And sometimes coaches are just as just as hungry for kids that are hungry as they are for ones that already think that they're the best in the world. Because those kids well, might peak already and they might not keep getting better. So they're looking for that balance of kids who are talented and who are, you know, have the potential to already be on the, the points board. And also those kids who are going to come up behind them and be able to keep the team going and continue learning. Yeah. And I think there's a pretty good mix of coaches, coaches that are looking for that person that's at the top and they're going to ride that wave through. But there's, I would, based on conversations that I've had, I would almost say that coaches are looking for those kids that they have a potential to be overlooked because mm -hmm. they weren't at the top, but they are coachable. They are good humans. They have good work ethic. They have a goal, maybe not necessarily a goal to win a national championship, but they have a goal to get their PhD or they have a goal to become a nurse. Like they have some academic goals mm -hmm. and those, those are the coaches and those are the kids that those coaches are able to mold and create national champions because of, you know, they come in with an open mind. You come in ready to learn, willing to learn, and you have a great attitude to do it. You know, everything that you just said, yeah. I can name off three coaches just off the top of my head that I know are looking for those kids. And yeah. I will also add that um, those are the kids that this program will work well for. Hmm. Those are the kids, those kids, and I would almost venture to guess too, that there are some kids that are in that situation right now, and they're on the, they're on the cusp of making the decision to not college rodeo because they haven't done well in high school. Mm -hmm. And that is not a deciding factor. I would encourage you to not make a deciding factor for whether or not you want to keep going, because that's not what everybody's looking for. You can go right. and get few points and be a contributing member of a women's rodeo team or a men's rodeo team and, and have so many more positive experiences from that college rodeo world and from that family that you create in that atmosphere and yeah. still like be better off because of it. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, you can make the decision not to college rodeo and you can go on and you can fulfill your academic um, passions and probably be just fine. What I'm saying is don't make that decision because you haven't been as successful as you think you should be at the high school level. Right. Not only that, but even if you have it, but you still have a passion for the industry and you really enjoy college rodeo and you're or rodeo and you want to continue that and you have those characteristics, the Justin sports medicine team, they always need people. The cowboy channel, we were just talking about my mom and I were just having this conversation yesterday about how the doors that are going to open for sports broadcasters and production and, and all of that because of the cowboy channel. I mean, I'm very thankful for it, but look at how many people they're pulling out of the woodworks who have zero experience in this, who were, we're making it work right now, but What's it going to be like in another five, 10 years when we've got these kids who are in college who love rodeo, they're still getting to participate in it. They're getting their education in rodeo knowledge because they're at the college rodeos and they're learning. Even if they're not the star contestant or the star rodeo athlete, 
they're learning how to be an announcer. They're learning how to shoot different angles. They're learning about the production side of things and they can do the sports medicine. They, they're getting better at sales. You know, they're going to college for sales and utilizing that as a breeding ground for your future and, and who you meet and the connections that you make and all of that. College rodeo is not just about being a college, a competitor. There's so much yeah. more to it. It's not just about what happens in the arena. Um, mm -hmm. I would also, I would also add that because that technology and everything that's moving forward, every college rodeo, I won't say every, most every college rodeo yeah. program has a social media account. Who is managing that? Those coaches don't have as much time as they would like to have to do something. Mm -hmm. else. So a lot of times you're seeing spouses run it. Um, I know a couple of programs, one in particular that they have interns their student athletes run their social media page every year like yeah let's let's think about you know all those things that you said about job opportunities but think about what you want to do and where you want to go and what your goals are in the you know after college after all the things and how college rodeo can get those connections made for you yeah. it's unbelievable yeah and i will say too from from my experience you know College rodeo is expensive. Like there's no joke about it. You don't win a lot of money back. If you, even if you do win, if you're not a winner, you don't win any money back and you spend a lot of money period. It's true. It's true. It is. Well, I mean, it's rodeo but in general. It's rodeo in general. Exactly. It's, it's no different than any other thing. The cool thing is at least unlike high school rodeo, you do win something back. Um, but what's more important, like I think about the businesses that I've built and the kids that I call a rodeo with who are now in the industry, um, that, you know, as I move forward with rodeo kids, they're the people I call the people that I met from all over the country from college rodeo, because we had fun doing what we loved. And we were all on the road to stay in this industry in some way, shape or form. Those are the people that I still connect. I have a phone call this afternoon after lunch with a, with a guy that works for next gen, you know, and he is somebody that I would not have met if it wasn't for college rodeo. I mean, and there's just so many of those connections that I have. So it's again, you know, you're sending your kids to college, but it's not just an inv an investment in their fun or their hobby. It's an investment in their future. It's an investment in their career. It's an investment in their education beyond the classroom. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that I've talked to numerous alumni and a lot of them, and there's different stories. You know, some people went to college to college rodeo. Mm -hmm. And that's people, perfectly cool too. Yeah, that works, whatever works. Some, but so here's the, here's the flip side of that. He went to college, you know, he still graduated on the other end, got a degree. Was that his goal? No, his goal was to rodeo, but he still walked away with a degree that he will be able to use forever. So mm -hmm. even if that is your goal, there's still, you're still getting something out of it. It might not be your main goal. You're still getting something out of it. So you're going to yeah. see kids on that end of the spectrum. You're going to see kids on the other end of the spectrum. They're going to college to go to college and they're going to rodeo on the side. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it was rodeo is going to pay for my college. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm here academically. This is my priority. For the most part, I would say it was my priority. Ish. I graduated, but yeah. you know, I also competed in the arena. And so I think that you're mm -hmm. going to get kind of a split the gamut at the same time, even if you're going to college, just to rodeo, you still want to make sure you go to the place that fits you. You still want to make sure that you make that choice right for yourself, yep. for your style, for your future, whatever that looks like. Even whether you're going for academics or for rodeo, you still have to put some level of thought into making sure that it's the right choice for you. Yeah. So let's talk about how your platform does that. So I would say um, this platform in particular, we not only do we provide students an opportunity to come in and search and communicate and search for coaches, but we also provide coaches that opportunity to come in, create profiles for themselves, for their programs. And then at the very basic subscription, there's a searchable directory, which I feel like is kind of the meat and potatoes. Um, it's the sweet spot for me for the platform because there hasn't been anything that I've been able to find. There hasn't been anything like this before. If you wanted to search, you had to 
have your list and Google every college rodeo program kind of individually and see what pops up. And even then, sometimes those college um, websites don't even have anything on the program. If it's right. not a an, an athletic sport there and it's just a club sport, there may not even be anything online. So what, what my goal is to really try to provide one space, just like we've talked about for rodeo kids, provide mm -hmm. one space to go to to get all the information. So mm -hmm. coaches create profiles, students create profiles, um, and it is what you what you put in is what you get out. If you come in and you put your name in there and you add a picture, but you don't fill out any of the profile, it's going to make it really hard for a coach or a student to search for you. Um, if you fill out your profile to the max, you've got students have competition video links, they have social media links. And whether the links are there or not, they're going to find you. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you know what you're going to school for academically, you can put that in there that you're searching for the nursing program or the business administration program, mm -hmm. building program, whatever it is. We've tried to be kind of all encompassing. Um, yeah. I love that part where you have the, um, the programs that you're interested in. And then yeah. also the amenities. I think that was kind of like something like, wow, like I didn't think about that. Because I think on the, the Recruit Me Forum on Rodeo Kids as it's been uh, before we adopted your platform, it's, I think we had, you know, what programs are you interested in? But I love that you've added what amenities so coaches can go in there. Well, I'll let you talk a little bit about what the yeah, amenities. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I also, this goes back to that. It's so much better when somebody else toots your horn. <laughs> for <laughs> yes. you she yeah. doesn't feel as salesy but yeah um, and that was my goal and that actually came from those conversations that I had with coaches back in 2020 and 2021 because mm -hmm. I started to ask like what can we expect what will we see what kind of practice facilities do you have and so keeping those conversations in mind when I was building out this platform was crucial like I might not if I'm going to the west coast like I have selected west coast region for a destination in my profile. Maybe an indoor arena isn't as important in the West Coast region as it is in the Central Rocky Mountain region. Like, right. so thinking about some of those areas and you can select more than one. So for example, let's say, I don't really know where I wanna go. I'm just gonna go scroll down to the bottom and I'm gonna select any. Like, I don't care where I go. I just wanna make mm -hmm. it a good fit. Or maybe you do care because you love your mama and you don't want to go very far away. So I'm going to select, you know, maybe Big Sky Region, Central Rocky Mountain. Like you can be real specific or you can keep it very vague. I will say, if you know what you're going into, like academically, don't go vague there. Like you want to be specific yeah. there because the last thing you want to do is find a rodeo coach and a rodeo program that checks all those boxes, but they don't have your, they don't have your area of study. So yeah. Um, you know, there's some different ways to go about doing it to make sure that the search works for you. But I'm saying okay. the more complete your profile is, the easier it is for coaches to find you as a student athlete. And then the same for coaches, the more complete your profile is, the easier it is for students to find what they're looking for. Yeah. And they can go back in as they continue their search and as they learn different things about themselves, they can go back in and edit those profiles too add to adjust to make changes because I know from my experience and and as an adult looking back on my college radio experience what I wish that I would have explored more you know and and so I definitely encourage kids to explore all of the things and learn about all of the different regions and what they have to offer because every region has its own culture too um, and I think, uh, if you want to talk about like the videos and all that, that you have the interviews and all that, I think that probably encompasses learning what is even out there. Yeah, for sure. So I think one of the, um, one thing that is going to be a really good tool, I feel like is in the free section of the community, there is every video, every interview, every um, every countdown to the CNFR, every show that we've put together that I've put together since the beginning is in that free section. And it's kind of archived by year. Um, the rodeo program library, I I'll tell you, some of those are older interviews and some of those mm -hmm. coaches aren't with those rodeo programs anymore, but it's still really good information to go through and watch. You know, maybe 
maybe you're not ready to pay for that subscription level, but that's a really good place to start. And I'm telling you, you will not get through all of that information in one day. Like there's yeah. so many videos in there with alumni and college programs, like great place to start if you're not quite ready for that subscription level yet. But there's a lot of information in there and that might get the ball, the ball rolling in your head a little bit to mm -hmm. start thinking about what, what is important to me? What are my goals? Where do I want to go? Yes. Um, I hadn't even thought about amenities or hadn't even thought about boarding my horse. Like, where am I going to keep my horse? You know, so that will get the ball rolling. And then I would say, uh, you're ready for that subscription tier. So the subscription that you're talking about with the videos is our second tier subscription, uh, the VIP recruitment community. So this is where you're going to find all of the current and new interviews. So anything kind of from now moving forward is all going to live in this um, subscription level. And we're talking um, college rodeo program interviews, alumni interviews. There's a Q&A session. Um, I will say in that directory uh, tier, there's a rodeo moms and dads discussion board. So there's mm -hmm. going to be some videos that go out in that. I have um, lovingly referred to it as our rodeo moms and dads support group because sometimes it's hard. Uh, yeah. Also, to send your kid off to college. <laughs> I will also say that some kids are probably easier to send off than others. I get that. <laughs> yeah. I get that too. So if you want to come in and celebrate, that's fine too. Um, yeah. But there's going to be lots of resources for parents, but also lots of resources for students. So um, kind of backtracking to that VIP recruitment. The other thing that I'm super excited about, we're going to be partnering with some other, um, I guess, business owners, Doug Champion mm -hmm. from Champion Living Fitness. We're going to provide some of his and his coaches um, knowledge about the physical aspect and how it's different from high school to college. Um, yeah. And then we're also going to bring in Katie Hollingsworth from Crave Coaching. She is a sports psychologist that specializes in the rodeo, um, in the rodeo world. So she's going to be coming in on that mm -hmm. platform. So one of the things that was really important to me, and this kind of stemmed from also those conversations with coaches and and parents and students for the last couple of years, is providing not just the kind of basic level of recruitment information but kind of taking it a step further. So bringing in that um, physical aspect and physical strength and conditioning type, um, the mental uh, sports psychology piece, but also some other things that maybe you didn't think about. So we're gonna have uh, people come in and talk about financial literacy. Um, mm -hmm. If you haven't had a checkbook and you didn't have to do that in high school, and now all of a sudden you're on your own and spending money as you wish, sometimes mm -hmm. it can be really easy to get sucked in to not great habits. And so we want to give um, we want to give our subscribers a little bit of information on that. And the way I see it is parents have probably been preaching this for a little while, but they say that a something uh, for a message to stick, you have to hear it what like seven different times and seven different ways. And so mm -hmm. if we can kind of I think we're up to like 20 now. Yeah, probably way I, higher because I think it used to be three. Yeah, uh, it's way higher. So we just want to kind of bring that home. Like, here's some extra things that you have probably heard before, but we're going to tell you again. And if you have questions, I will also say I paid for my kid to get writing lessons so that somebody could tell my child the same thing that I would tell them. But it was mm -hmm. worth it because I didn't have to argue with them and they didn't argue with this other person. So I feel like there's some benefit into having someone else tell you or tell your kids something. So we're going to, we're trying to bring some more value. The other thing that I'm really excited about is bringing more value to coaches. Like we feel like the directory is, can be a really good tool for coaches to find kind of that hidden gem, mm -hmm. but we want to provide some professional development to coaches that we know, you probably know this as being a former coach, like we know y'all don't have time to go to coaching clinics. We know you don't have time to fill your bucket. And so we're going to mm -hmm. do pre-recorded videos to drop into our um, coaches corner, which is only accessible to coaches and see if we can provide you guys a little bit more value in that regard. And, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. And so we're going to try to help those coaches out as much as we can too. Awesome.
Very cool. So there's a lot of different things in there. Um, in your different tiers, can you talk about um, just briefly, again, just a, a summary of what they are, what's free, what it costs, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So the first, the first tier is kind of the welcome tier. Everything under that welcome tier is free. So that's where you're going to find those alumni interviews, any past college rodeo program interviews, um, our prior, prior year broadcasts of the countdown to the CNFR. And then, uh, of course, our wall of fame is where you're going to find any testimonials. All of that is free. So the next section is the community. And that has a discussion board, has your rodeo moms and dads support group discussion board. And this is where the directory lives. So once you get into that first subscription tier, you have access to that searchable directory. And then you'll also be prompted to create your profile. Um, the next tier is the VIP recruitment coaching. This is where you step your game up. So this is where we'll have all the college rodeo program videos, um, live Q&A every month. Um, there's a challenges and wins discussion board. There's also a help wanted board. Um, which kind of goes back to making those connections for your future um, mm -hmm. scholarship corner. And this is where those alumni interviews are. This is also where that um, additional life skills are going to be provided. We're going to have the financial literacy, um, mental sports psychology in there, and then also the physical wellness. And mm -hmm. if you feel like you need a little bit more, or maybe you need a kickstart in that first month, we do offer one-on-one -on -one consulting. And that is a one month subscription. And that's mm -hmm. just, like if, if you have, man, I would give you an example. If you're a senior right now and you haven't pulled the trigger on anything yet, maybe one month of one-on-one -on -one consulting this time of year would be, would benefit you because mm -hmm. there's a lot that you should probably be working on right now that maybe the content in the VIP recruitment coaching isn't coming out fast enough for you to make as much progress as you need to. So that one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one would be a really good option. Yeah. Well, and it can be really overwhelming and just being able to sit down with somebody and walk through it for, you know, once a week until, you know, say, hey, this is what you need to be thinking about. And then when you can ask questions and kind of be a sounding board and provide that direction to prompt the questions, like, are you looking for this or this, you know, and you can go through. Um, that's where I think the one-on-one -on -one consulting for those kids who really just aren't even sure where to start or how to navigate it or um, how to really make that decision. That's where that kind of comes in. And and it's short term, so it's not a huge commitment. It's just, hey, let's work together. Let me help you. Let me help you make this decision, not make it for you, but just guide you through the process. Um, I yeah. think that's really important. And this is where, this is kind of where the whole idea stemmed from is that I was doing some one-on-one -on -one consulting with some parents and kids that mm -hmm. had I mean, basically that same thing. Like they came in, they had no idea the rodeo world. They weren't really a part of the rodeo world, but they had competed in some NBHAs, um, competitively competed in NBHAs, mm -hmm. but they didn't know really how to make that transition for college rodeo. And um, yep. that, that, those conversations are really what kind of were the stem of the entire platform. So that's where yeah. we started. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, and they can find um, the connection to your link at rodeokids.com. We have um, our new, it'll be launched later today. We'll have our recruitment page. Um, so you can learn a little bit more about what Heidi's program has to offer and get signed up through there, um, through the affiliate links, and I'll take you right there. So just got a lot of cool stuff to offer. We're super excited to be able, um, like we said in the beginning, to collaborate because our, our, well, I guess, at, um, I don't know if it's just for the year or if it's for the rest of forever, because I just love it. And it's really stuck with me since the first time that I heard it is those at the bottom compete and those at the top collaborate. So coming together for Rodeo Kids to create this platform, um, this place that when you go to rodeokids.com, you can find people like Heidi um, and you can find, you know, we've got all kinds of stuff on there. And so our goal is to continue building this platform to where when you're thinking about your rodeo kids and you have a question, you can go to rodeokids.com and we can find it. So um, we're definitely stepping in that direction now. Um, so we're excited to have Heidi on board and we've got more opportunities brewing. It is early in the year and the conversations uh, have been rolling all, all, all year so far for 18 days. Now we've probably had at least one conversation a day with somebody 
about rodeo kids and its future. So we're really excited about that. So, um, if you guys are interested in, in learning more, please head on over to rodeokids.com. Under the coaching page, you can find the recruitment and all that information. So we will have that stuff updated and yeah, we'll get you guys rolling. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm super excited yeah. for our partnership and can't wait to see where we go next. You bet. Yeah. We'll have to do a few more of these to keep people up to date with what's going on throughout the year. We, so I would like to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Rodeo Kids podcast today. Head on over to rodeokids.com to see what we have going on. Make sure you give us a like and a follow on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to see what we have got up our sleeve this year. 2024 is definitely going to be one for the books, and you aren't going to want to miss out. With collaborations like this one with Heidi Foy and many more on the horizon, this is the place for rodeo kids and rodeo families to find all their rodeo needs. Head on over to rodeokids.com to learn more. And don't forget, as always, safe travels, good luck, and God bless while chasing your gold buckle dreams. Hello, 